I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Pod Network Entertainment. Good evening, mga katunay. Kamusta kayo? Yung maulan. It's, it's raining in the Philippines. Oh, gabi. It's, it's evening here. Why is it bright and sunny with Drosle and Eva? <laughs> Where are you guys? Hi. We are in Europe. Recorded <laughs> yan. We are in Europe. It's sunny. Nakamute ka, Iba. Okay, so tonight, we have a special guest. Lahat kami, wala sa studio. We're not in the studio tonight because everyone is away. <laughs> si Iba uh, Bak is in New York. <laughs> And Aris is in South Island. <laughs> And uh, these two guys, uh, it's sunny in their area. They're in the other part of the globe. They're in Europe. <laughs> so, Aris, can you introduce our guest for tonight? Yes, I think uh, the whole DLR team has, has met this guy. Uh, he's a very dear friend of mine. And whenever I see him, I need to practice my English. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meet my friend, uh, Mr. Ross Neverho. Uh, he's been in the Philippines several times. Uh, I think he's not a second nationality. Uh, he's a Slovenian. He's a Slovenian. And uh, he owns Scratch Motor Tours. <laughs> hey, guys. 
Hi, thank you, Aris. Hello, Philippines. I'm Rosalie. Hi, from sunny Europe. Driving. Where, where are you going? Driving, where are you off yeah. to? I'm driving home. I just, uh, I'm on a highway. I have one more hour to drive home. I was in the capital for some meetings. And I'm driving yeah. home. That's your home. You're driving home. You're driving your home. That's my <laughs> motor home. While I'm not at home, I travel with this one. So <laughs> I can stay everywhere. I can stay everywhere overnight. Awesome. But uh, Aris, I heard you and Rosley had a lot of fun in that uh, mobile home. We <laughs> uh, always, when we're together, either in Europe or in the Philippines, we always have fun. Rosley uh, is uh, like every motorcyclist. Rosley is very adventurous. He likes challenges. He likes uh, traveling. Uh, from normal travel to abnormal travel, he just, you know, it's one of the best. <laughs> um, you were gone for quite a while, and you, it was Rosle who took you away from us. You gone, and, and, and uh, what brought you to the other side of the world? Um, actually, it's been a, it's a very special trip because aside from we having some side trips, like uh, we were supposed to be there for the BMW motor race, where 60 Filipinos uh, joined, participated in. So I was there by, uh, I was asked, uh, requested by Rose to assist him and take care of the guys. Also, another special thing is he was celebrating his birthday. And the third one is the 10th anniversary of Dutch Motors for three special uh, events. That's why I cannot say no. Even I was hosted for one month. <laughs> one month in Europe? Oh my God. Yeah, more than a month. Thank there you is, there is a, There is the fourth one. There is the fourth one. one Aris didn't mention. Which one? Which one? I missed something. Yes, his visa was uh, too late last year, so he couldn't join us last year. So that's why we joined the this year tours and the last years. So that's why it was one month instead of two weeks. I have a question. I have a last question year for... he was punished. <laughs> I have a question for Rosley. Tell us something about Clutch Moto Tours. How did it start? Uh, it started 10 years ago. On the 15th of April, we started, we launched the brand in Australia on one big event for the motorcycles. And uh, ever since we are organizing the trips, I have a tourism background because I was international tour guide and tour director since the year 2000. Wow. And uh, before I started Clutch, I was freelance tour guide on a motorcycle for the other motorcycle touring companies in Europe. And then I started my own brand. So that were the, were the beginnings 10 years ago, yeah. But in the Philippines, I arrived to the Philippines in 2017 to see 
the situation on the market after spending a lot of time in Europe as the bus tour guide and tour director for the Filipino doctors. So I I had more than thousand clients from the Philippines who are not riders before uh, I involved in the riding community in the Philippines. And Aris is the first Philipp Aris is the first Filipino I knew from the motorcycling community. Wow. So, the, so, the, so there's a fifth reason. There's a fifth reason why Aris was here for the 10th anniversary. Because me and Aris since 2017 were hanging around the riding community in the Philippines. And uh, we were riding and having fun in the Philippines because I visit the country usually about five times per year. And we were riding also in Europe, but this one was the, the anniversary trip. That's why it had to be more than a month. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The time I met you, Rosley, was through our good friend, uh, the late, uh, awesome... Balderas. Yes. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. That was about yeah. six, seven years ago, maybe six years ago. That was yeah, in, That was in no, no. That was in 2019 when we had that pod podcast. That was one of your first podcasts, I think. Correct. Or yeah, the beginning. Yeah. They were the beginnings beginning. of the podcasts. Yeah. I didn't even knew. I didn't even knew what's podcast <laughs> at that time. Explain Rosley what's a podcast. I know it now. <laughs> All right. So I, I think I, I think that was a heritage event of Jay Taruk, if I'm right. Correct, right? correct. In Metro 10. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What what made you for a month? What happened? What what enticed you? What did Rosley um, tempt you with? Massage, massage. I'm very curious about this van that Rosley's driving right now. So does does that have a toilet and a room? Yeah. Yeah. It has a toilet, it has a shower, it has everything. And it has a fridge full of beer. Always. <laughs> oh my god. That sounds really It has more beer than more water. Water I mean, water. If you want a tour of the of, 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 of it, I can stop and show you the present situation <laughs> after the Aris left. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'd love to. We're very curious because Aris was telling us this is where he stayed for about a month and we want to know if he left a lot of Uh, memories there. <laughs> yeah, but, hey guys, don't don't make other uh, to understand this trip wrong. Uh, we, we, we were just a week hanging with the camper van, yeah, yeah. and then we were riding. But while we were uh, hanging, yeah, yeah. 
while we were hanging around with a camper van, we had the uh, Vespa attached at the back because we were traveling to Switzerland for the World Vespa Days. And as, oh, yeah. a pro- and as a proper riders, we took Vespa at the back on a hook, not uh, <laughs> not riding it. <laughs> yeah, just for a show, just for a show. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah just, I remember. We were moving just locally there in Interlaken, in Switzerland. What happened in World Vespa Day Aris? You want to oh, fly what? all the way there? What, what was the big to-do? Yeah, actually, but amazingly, there were some Filipinos there also. I think I saw Luigi Buenaventura there and other guys too. Uh, I mean, it's a one hell of a gathering. Of course, uh, you see a lot of Vespa, Vespas around. But you know what's so uh, incredible about that uh, uh, bike event, scooter event, is you see a lot of old Vespas leading back 1950s. I think they're more them than the new ones. And then you see them all rusted up. And uh, still, the owners are very proud of it. Because the most valuable Vespa has original paint and everything is original. And these guys, they own the old Vespas from the 60s and with the original color. And they're, they're, they're first about Vespa. These are really passionate guys. I mean, very successful guys in life. But there was a guy, there was a guy, a neighbor who was, you know, the best place to stay there at the event is a camp, camping there. That's why we went there with the camper van, because uh, it's too far traveling to have a tent. So uh, we decided to go with the camper van. And there was a guy, a neighbor, he owns 40 old Vespas. Four, four zero, 40. But yeah, but that, that's not that's not everything. His daughter is how how much are is fourteen or fifteen? And she's racing. Yeah. And she's racing with Vespas. Wow. <laughs> so that's a really passionate family. So that guy knew that guy knew everything about Vespas, but he didn't know that the he didn't know that the Vespas for Yugoslavian market they didn't have the oil gauge under the seat. <laughs> the pro tip here is if you're gonna go to World Vespa Day, the uh, motorhome is that the pro tip? <laughs> no, 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 no. Go and ride. I mean, I mean, the passionate Vespa yeah. guys would just uh, say that. But you know, it's one of yeah. it's one of the ways you can combine it. Then depends on how much time you have. We were in rush to be back for the BMW Motorrad Days tour, and the Filipino oh, crowd yeah. flooding the Europe. So. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. We had a mission after the mission, so we were on schedule. First mission was World Vespa Day. What did you guys see there? Why should people go? You, just, you know, it's a bonding with the same-minded people. Vespa passionate guys, Vespa believers. Vespa world is like a religion, same like the BMW world, Ducati, Harley. 
So yes. it's best. So it's good to be there if you have if you own Vespa or it's just good to be there to see the vibe of the event. Plus the in Switzerland, it's so beautiful. There's so many other things to do. So you just enjoy the nature while you stop by the World Vespa Day. Aris, yep. you can you can explain that from the Filipino perspective, which is different. <laughs> you know, you know, for me, it's more I, for me, it's like at home, just going to another village because the scenery is same. But for you Filipinos, coming to Switzerland is just another view. Yeah, that place is amazing. I can say that the scooters, even how old they are, they blend it well with those beautiful scenes. Oh, and I, and I have one uh, interesting historical information to share with you. Our dear friend Aris Ilagan owns one of 300 special edition Vespa helmets which were which were sold exclusively at this event. Wow. They made them only 300 and Aris bought one of the 300. But now I will tell you even better information. He paid for it, but it's in my garage in Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, so now we can actually discuss who owns it. <laughs> wow, so, so the price of it is growing every day. Every day is more every day is more collector's piece. And I'm involved, I'm a shareholder. <laughs> yeah, definitely a uh, thing to collect. I don't think I ever get, get to wear that helmet. I think, I think, as a we because we 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 were previously a dealer of Vespa in the Philippines. We were number one for two years. I think back in 2018. 2019 and i would say that vespa owners in the philippines are very passionate individuals you know? more than passionate more than <laughs> i have a, i have one question you said there are a lot of filipinos in vespa world days which group was it in there <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 was was <laughs> there was a little bit of drama, right, Aris? What happened? How did it resolve? There were there were not many. There was not many people by the number, but there were. When we were there, Rusty keeps asking, "What's happening here?" <laughs> oh, yeah, Aris, share, share. What's happening? What happened? There was a little bit of drama. What is the drama, yeah, actually the trouble started here in the Philippines and they brought it there. I mean, it's a shame. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, the Vespa, World Vespa Day is organized. I think that turned off of what's happening. Wow, why? Yeah, yeah in front of me. They were talking to one guy, which, who I wouldn't name at this point. He walked out while talking to him because he's just, you know, pissed off. 
Like, what do I hear? Maybe the guy was the European guy. I think he's Swiss. Uh, he, he, maybe he's thinking, why do I have to be in target with this issue? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so, wow. anyway, but uh, we're, we're not party to those. Uh, uh, me and Rose were just, you know, uh, downing uh, bottles of beer. <laughs> it's it's you know, good passion. Actually, you know, I can tell you from my pers- I can tell you from my, my perspective or our perspective with Aris. It was like elections. Imagine, and then the whole day people they go to elections. You know, it's, and then you have the people in the in the back camp yeah. waiting for the results. So me and Aris were sitting at the table and just having a beer after the beer and just following the drama, what will happen. But actually, from the beginning, more more we believed that something will happen, more we knew that nothing will happen. So it was just, and then when the drama was revealed, we were actually not so surprised. Anyway. <laughs> But you know, Ari, yeah. are you are you gonna tell them the, the, the secret? What's the secret? The trade the trading secret? <laughs> We 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 did we didn't have enough tuna rider stickers, but we were woke. We were both wearing tuna rider uh, underpants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so they did you did you show it to them? <laughs> I, I guess we got the best in both. You know, it's just a. We both agree that next year you should give us the black or the brown ones, but the brown color is not seen so much, like on the white. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. People, people want it. But so it's not for sale. So definitely you, Rosley, would, would have one for you after the show. <laughs> it's not for sale. I, I have one. If it's not for sale, I will wash this one because they have more value now. Yeah. It's a limited edition. <laughs> All right. So you guys did, uh, you had some drama in uh, from the Filipino Switzerland. Uh, Vespa <laughs> contingent. After you did the Vespa... Uh, world days on the motorhome with the Vespa in the back. What was the next part of your trip, Aris? Yeah. After you were scheduled to go to the Harley Davidson event in was that? Hungary, Budapest. Oh, but wow. that didn't push through because we had uh, some friends, uh, special friends, Filipino friends who were in Germany. We have to meet them and uh, we have to, you know, assist them. It was with his family, but we also had a grand time. And uh, I think Rosley would agree that that uh, uh, vacant time we were able to prepare better for the uh, Motorrad days, which is the main event. That's why we we were there. Oh yeah, that's why we that's why we went to Germany before, so we had to check some things while we we were assisting our friends there. So mm-hmm. uh, all good. Yeah, it meant to happen like this. So, so you didn't push through with the Harley event. 
No. So we, pull, we cannot pull the Harley on the back of the camper. <laughs> no more space. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you went straight to Germany and then tell us what happened. Well, yeah. is, it, is it already the BMW Motorrad days? No, no. Uh, from Germany, after we took care of uh, our special friend and his family, we went to Slovenia, right? Oh, yeah. We got our bikes and uh, group by group, the, the riders arrived, the Filipino riders arrived. First batch, the boss people and uh, some other groups. Uh, from Slovenia, we went first day. Was it that uh, uh, treated them to a special tour in Bled? It's a very nice place in uh, again, uh, yeah, yeah, Bled. Bled. Uh, there's a castle, old castle, and very nice church in the middle of an island. A very nice place, yeah. Filipino uh, riders. Filipino riders. And what bikes did you guys use? What kind of bikes? Riders and what bikes? Ah, we were using BMWs. Almost new for this event. Almost new. Twelve fifties and yeah. During the first group, I was the only one riding the seven fifty. Uh, GS, but it was my choice because, uh, you know, uh, getting old already, so I want a lighter bike. And uh, it's also practical for me in case uh, one of the riders you know, uh, uh, will have difficulty in riding the GS with the stock bikes. Wait, I just checked. Germ- Germany to Slovenia is about 900 kilometers, right? So nine hours. It's a nine hour yeah. drive. Who's driving? Yeah, but depend, depends which cities you put in the Navi. It's only 250 kilometers from one border to another one, the closest okay. area. Wow. So it's not so far. <clears throat> Our capital in Munich are four hours and a half driving away. Okay, okay anyway. On the highway. So you're, you're saying, Aris? Yeah, it's very different. I mean, in one day, maybe you can cross four countries. That's your own. Oh, my God. Very efficient. And uh, you see the difference on tollway systems. Some mm. countries don't have tollway systems. But, uh, you know, they have to buy stickers before you can use the roads. But there are no tollways. Some mm. countries, like Italy, they have tollways. Yeah. Different systems, but that's perfectly working well. Mm. It's very amazing. Okay, so there are some countries that have different, like, allowable speed limit or allowable motorcycle that can pass through the highway. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some small bikes that cannot enter the tollways, but, you know, some countries they allow it. But, you know, this driving discipline in Germany is very high. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if, if they're not allowed, they won't push it. They just stay in the inside roads. But uh, here, you know, if, no, there's, you- if there's nobody guarding the tollways, Filipinos mm-hmm. will still ride through it. Then they won't do it. 
in Europe, actually, not many riders are using the highways. Mm. The highways are more to move from to from one region to another one when you do a bit more scenic ride. Or if you are in a hurry going somewhere. Yeah. Otherwise, we ride the good countryside roads. Yeah. There's less traffic. So highways are the last options. Wow. But we have a good highway system also. And there's not so much traffic like in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. It's right opposite, you know. In the Philippines, you have less traffic on a highway and more traffic on the local roads, mm. especially tricycles and all that. We don't have that in Europe. <laughs> That's why the rides are more enjoyable, yeah, more safe. I can say. Um, so you were saying you went from Germany to Slovenia, right? And then what happened? What happened in Slovenia? Then the real tour starts from there. We got our bikes from the rental bikes in, uh, based in Slovenia. Uh, we rode together, uh, going through. I think Italy already in Rosneno. We spent more, more, more time in Italy. We went to the. Yeah. Wait, wait, how much is the motorcycle rent in, in Slovenia, if I may ask? It depends from 150 to 250 euros. Depends which bike you take. Okay. So let's, let's depends say, uh, of the season. Okay. Depends of the season. Uh, for example, if there's a Motor Days event, price yeah. is almost double. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it also depends on what models you take, you know. With Clutch Motor Tours, we provide new models. So either brand new from the store or uh, one year old. <laughs> What's so the, uh, and of course the price for this bike, the price for these bikes is higher than some people will who come and rent their own bikes, which are three four years old. Mm. So what bike did you get, Aris? Oh, the seven fifty GS. Always every time I go with Ross there, I think it's my fourth time to be there. I always choose the seven fifty or eight fifty. So I'm a very practical guy. Uh, you know, every time we go around, uh, we have a long ride. It's the 1250 GS who first go to the gasoline station. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> so, Roslet, do you advise to like people choose the middleweight bikes rather than the 1250s? Look, uh, you know. I'll say like this, 1250 is an icon, and 1250 is an icon and a status symbol. And people, they more follow the status symbol than the safety. And we know that there are people who own 1250 and uh, ride it or just have it, and when they go on a tour, they want to have it, but their capability <laughs> of riding it safely is low. So uh, there are many examples when these kind of riders come to us on a tour, yeah. and then they end up on a smaller bike just because physically they cannot control it on their own. And uh, 
you can have a private service with us, no problem. And then we will, we can hire five helpers to uh, control every, every, every landing and take off. Oh my God! But, you know, we can, we cannot, we cannot afford. You know, while on the tour, oh my god, while on the tour, while on the tour, uh, that's Aris doesn't have any title except one, just a uh, best friend. <laughs> so he, he can be Aris the can... official mar- mascot. <laughs> Aris has a multi uh, capabilities. Yeah. So he's multi useful. <laughs> what do you recommend oh. as a, what's the best kind of bike you think? Your kind of tours. I mean, if you take away, I have a GS. I want to ride a G a twelve fifty GS. Recommend fun out of that kind of trip. So, if you want to ride twelve fifty, what kind of trip is best for you? Or I didn't understand the, the the question. Or what kind of bike would I recommend for the trips we are organizing? What kind of bike would you recommend? To organize any any bike, but I would I would uh, prefer people taking the touring bikes. So any bike from the touring sector of any brand is good to travel with. So sometimes people are asking me if they can make tours only on the BMWs. No, BMW are only the most popular touring bikes which are used in the travel industry and because demand for these bikes is higher than for the to travel than for the other brands then the rental companies they have more BMWs BMW touring bikes in a fleet than other bikes so that means that it's easier to put to put a group or to put more BMW touring bikes together mm. as the travel organizer than uh, than the other ones. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's motorcycle is just a tool to ride and enjoy, and actually, just the feeling to be on two wheels yep. and absorbing the beauty of the area you're riding. That's the point. It's not it's not the point of the brand. That's the marketing issue of the multi companies making money. Mm-hmm. That's how I see the things. That's why it's difficult to answer what's the best bike because every bike has the different soul. And uh, at the end, when you get into the new environment, you're more after absorbing this environment and uh, enjoy the travel and have fun than that brand part. My next question is, does all of your outfit, your helmet, your jacket, everything need to match the bike? Damn. No. No. That's a provocative question. As long as you're as long as your riding gear is safe, we are fine. But for you it's even better that it's comfortable. So you have even more fun. Yeah. 
Oh wait, uh, shout out muna kay ano, kay Chang Sadarna, Chai Chai Kabao. Good evening. <laughs> Saan kayo si Bu? Five in the half. Q815. Anyway, um, so you were in Slovenia getting the bikes. Tell us about your your trip. What happened in the Motora days? Me? Me? Uh, of course, we met the guys. Uh, the boss people led by uh, boss Tay Uzis and Siomi. Uh, Siomi was also there. Si, of course, Moka. We had fun and we missed thing. We were having this title uh, of what do you call this? Uh, Camaraderie was kind of automatic uh, because, of course, we are all Filipinos there. And, uh, you know, experiencing, because they were first timers and they were, you know, uh, 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 old timers in the motorized And you'll be surprised that a big number of the riders uh, were there for the second or third time, maybe fourth time also. They just kicked up back. It shows, it shows that it's a kind of addicting. Although, you know, Europe is very big, Germany is very big, Italy is very big. You couldn't say that you're always taking that uh, uh, route. Maybe you'll uh, was back in the uh, second, third time, but you're always taking the new route and uh, always amazing. Uh, uh, you always have amazing scenarios. So how how many are you guys in 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 the group? What's that first batch? How many? I'm back. Yeah, yeah. First how batch. many? How many were there in in per batch? There are two groups. Oh, two uh, groups. Yeah, yeah. One was the first group before the modern days, and the other uh, came after the modern days. So they were switching of bikes. I don't know, not switching. Turnover of bikes. Mm. From the first group to the second group. And uh, almost, uh, all in all, around 60 riders. Wow. Yeah. 60 riders. What was your route like from Slovenia? Um, where where did you ride to? Yeah. We went to, to Italy, <clears throat> from Slovenia to Italy, to the most beautiful Alpine part of Italy. Yeah. We called that part of the Alps Dolomites. Oh, wow. And from the Dolomites, we were staying in uh, Cortina d'Ampezzo, which is the most modern Italian alpine ski resort area mm-hmm. where uh, also the Winter Olympic Games were held. And then from there, we were riding to the Stelvio area. We were staying underneath the Stelvio Pass, mm-hmm. the holy grail of the passes in the Alps. <laughs> so we, we stayed there. We crossed the Stelvio Pass. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We stayed in uh, San Moritz. Mm-hmm. The most modern and posh skiing resort area in Switzerland. And from there we went to Garmisch Partenkirchen, which is Where's that? the most mo- the most modern and posh ski resort area in Germany. Mm-hmm. And from there we went to Munich. Yep. And from Munich to Berlin. Okay. 
So that that was the route going up, and then the event and uh, of the BMW Motor days for the weekend. And then the first batch left Berlin to fly back to the Philippines, mm. and the second batch uh, continued the same route uh, the other way other around. Other way around. Oh, wow. To bring that bikes back to Slovenia. Oh, my God. Kilometers a day on average you guys travel. Usually the day with the clutch moto tours starts with the breakfast in the morning mm. and the, the clutch out between 8.30 and 9. Mm. Lunch between 12 and 1. Mm. We never ride more than an hour and a half after the morning start. So we, we, wow. we stop for, uh, we stop for a coffee break for about half an hour. Super chill. And then pretty, and pretty much the same ride in time uh, to the... <clears throat> Uh, lunch time. Oh my god. And then the afternoon after lunch depends on the route. Sometimes we go directly to the hotel or sometimes we have another break uh, after an hour after lunch for uh, refreshment, toilets, dressing up. Oh my god. And then usually we come to the hotel around 5 p.m. So everyone can enjoy the the focus is not to be later than five, mm. but some days the group is more slow, the weather condition slows us down, or we yeah. just en enjoy more during the day, mm. and we come there maybe an hour later. Mm. And then uh, dinner time around 7.30. Oh my God. And then or, eight, drink. Oh, oh, or eight, depends. And then drinking. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm I'm sold. <laughs> probably next I, I hope my wife is watching this episode because probably next year, next year this is on my bucket list. How about Iba, have you tried have you tried the, the, the Euro trip? No, I oh can't afford it. I don't have. Uh, <laughs> my wife isn't as uh, giving as your wife, uh, Maki. Maybe you start We need to. Red uh, Tuna in the Rider under 1,000 1, passes a month. <laughs> Yeah, Aris, I, I want to ask you, what's your favorite scenic place uh, from the route that you you traveled? Of course, I love the the Alps, the Italian Alps. And, and this time, this time, very memorable, the Dolomites. The Dolomites in Italy. That, uh, uh, what's the name of the place? Of course, it just met on the... We just stayed in that hotel and we just go around. There's so many places to go. Uh, I think we were there two days, right? Because the overnight stay. Uh, yeah, we were in uh, in, the, in the Dolomites. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, 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 you will ask. They will say that the Dolomites were the, the highlight. You will have you will you will have many people. They will tell you that the Dolomites and the passes in the Dolomites and enjoying the Dolomites in general is better experience than Stelvio Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I the thing that. is only that the, 
the thing is only that the people they don't know yet for it. So. <laughs> no, but Rosler, I, I should also share this experience because a lot of my students when they start to understand that this is Oh my god. How cold is it? and exceptional that you want to share it with the people you love. Can I also say that, you know, it's a, I, I see Rosley when you started this tour in the Philippines. It's a must become a fan of these writers taking their wives or their son to Europe to write with them. I think, I think that's a very special thing. Nothing beats that. It's, it's better than uh, buying a new GS. Your third or fourth GS, save your money to Europe. To Europe. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. How much did you spend <laughs> the entire trip? <laughs> Does it cost 
uh, one GS. Excluding shouting, no. Oh my god. And even one third. You know, if you don't spend so much, one third, one third of that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So, you know, you know, it becomes expensive because they, these people shop a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they buy so many things. I think you, you're. <laughs> Find the camper van. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a rare experience. The first time I rode Rosley's camper van, and, you know, it's a experience. <laughs> and the Filipinos who were able to take that camper van, because there are only a few of them who were able to ride that camper van. I mean, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They're thinking of getting one, and I don't know if it's going to be here to have the Wow. That's like a home. Yeah. What are your tips for, so... for people who want to do the tour? Okay. Here are the <clears throat> here are the tips which uh, there are many people who went on a tour already and they will tell you as a beginner something because they will play a smart ass. But maybe the, the situation is different that they're aware. They're, they're aware, but they will just tell their own experience. But now I will tell you, I will tell you now my experience. If you go first time on a ride to Europe, um, and if you want to be a part of some big event, like a BMW Motorrad Days or the World Ducati Week, these are now two, the two biggest events in Europe, which are attracting 90%, 90 plus percent of the Filipino riders were, were, uh, were traveling to Europe because of these two events. It lasts seven years since actually the motorcycle traveling to Europe started in the Philippines. So uh, if you go for the pilgrimage, that will always be in July. I call pilgrimage the BMW Motor Days or the World Ducati Week. So if you go for that, you will probably go once. Because once you see that, you're done. So you go to, uh, to see other destinations. So both of the events are in July. July is next to August, the hottest month in Europe. And in Europe is also very hot. So the Filipinos, they uh, don't like hot. So they like a bit chilly weather. And that yeah. the, the only place you find that in Europe is in the Alps. So my advice is, if... If you go first time to Europe and for the time of the big event, go to the Alps. 
take the Alps tour. If your friends who've been many times to the other destination trying to convince you to go somewhere else, they will go there only because they've been to Alps before. Yeah. But you go to Alps because okay. there's the best riding and there's the best climate for you as the Filipino in the summer. And that's something that you will really enjoy. All the rest is doing something what the other ones do, but they've been to Alps before. And you're doing something because the other ones are doing, not because you want to yourself the best. Because what oh, I'm yeah. telling you is the best. And yeah. after, after you've done with the July Holy Graal events, World Ducati Week or the BMW Motorrad Days, then you're done with pilgrimage because the pilgrimage dates are pushing you to July. But July yeah. is the worst time to have these events. The events are held in July, the first or second week uh, of July for Motorrad Days or the World Ducati Week, the third week of yeah. July every, uh, every two years. It's only because the facilities where the events are happening are free and it's yeah. easier for the organizers to rent it so you're yeah. actually pushed to the worst hottest time to ride your <laughs> ride to the event so after you do the one of these events with the alps at the back don't book your tours in july and august book your tours in april may and june and september and October. This is the best time to ride. Because in Europe, we have the summer school holidays starting yeah. the 24th of June. And the kids go to school tomorrow. That's the 1st of September. So in this time, you are pushed by the two big events to come to ride to Europe. And all the rest is the best riding is out of the States. But keep in mind that for Scandinavia and to, uh, and Alps it's the best time July and August so if you do it July and August do Alps and okay. if you when you're doing other tours and exploring other parts of Europe on a motorbike don't do it in July and August because it's too hot yeah. and there are too many vehicles on the road because of the traffic yeah. so if you if you follow this formula you will have a great time all what is different than this you you will be told by someone who is less experienced in doing these tours like i'm in a tourism for 23 years that's for you guys wow. i hope i hope my my wife's watching this that's, 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 the, that's, the, that's the tricky formula for the details <laughs> Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for sharing those insights, especially for for us who really want to experience riding. I've never been to the Alps. I've never been. I've I've only ridden Italy, Florence. I've been to Malta. I don't know, uh, Japan. Uh, but ay, my wife's watching. <laughs> now you know. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks Rosa. Yeah, Chris, this is Rosle. He'll be our tour guide uh, next year. So, <laughs> anyway, so you're booked, you're, booked, you're booked already by the number. You just need to uh, send a copy of your passport. <laughs> oh, that, that's easy. <laughs> I'll do it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Eva, I'm to be the first to do this before um, before I get to do it. I need to save up for a couple more years. 
Um, but it is definitely a bucket list. Aris, man, uh, you had an epic month uh, with Rosley. Uh, your stories have been inspiring. And Rosla, you've made, yeah. a, I mean, hundreds of Filipino writers' dreams come true to be able to visit all of these, to be able to visit all of these wonderful places um, in a safe, fun uh, manner. And uh, we really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Hopefully one of these days, I get to go. I'm pretty sure Mackie's going to go. And then Buck, maybe Buck will sell a kidney. <laughs> or some some of his massive farmlands to be able to go. Oh, oh, oh. Sell, sell the land. <laughs> now, uh, as we wrap up. These are just an... Yeah. These are just an excuses. You can come up with a hundred excuses, right? But uh, it really just, you just got to do it if you want to do it, right? That's it. Twist that throttle. Yeah. On that note, how can people... Um, these stores? Reach you out. Reach you out, yeah. Uh, it's very simple. They know you guys. You know me. So, so everybody who knows everybody who knows you everybody who knows you is automatically connected to me already with one single phone call or one single message. Everybody knows Aris, so reach out to but yeah, Clutch Moto Tours. Uh, clutch clutchmototours.com is another canal or me. Rojle Verhoutz. So right. on the Facebook or uh, just writing down, down my number. All righty. Zero, zero, three, and when you send the WhatsApp text message, you will get the reply. There you go. go. All right. Aris, Pap, um, Rosleth, thank you for taking care of uh, our senior citizen here. <laughs> I, would, uh, I would like to also to mention that uh, the boss group and the leaders of the boss group are one of the canals. Uh, oh, yeah, if you are yeah. part of the boss uh, group uh, to come to us. If you are, uh, if you know Jello Roa and his uh, new brand Ichi Boots Philippines. Oh wow! He's also one of the canals who is leading to us. And then uh, you have uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Opoy from Wunderlich Philippines. He is also our customer. So when you go to his shop and uh, equip your GS with all the Wunderlich stuff, he can tell you, while his boys are maintaining your bike, uh, he can tell you about riding with Clutch Moto Tours. All right. Iba, Plus many more. Iba, why don't you ask Rosley our hardest question? As we wrap up, Rosley, I think we asked you this before, but maybe your definition has changed. What is your definition of tunay na rider or what it means to be a real rider? Oh. 
the real rider it means that you you've been riding uh, in Europe with Class Moto. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much again. Right. Welcome back, Aris. Glad you're home, safe and sound. Rodle, thank you for keeping him safe uh, and out of too much trouble. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. I'm in Berlin. Rosle, you're somewhere in Europe as well. Aris is finally safe home. Uh, and uh, yeah. I'm leaving for a ride for 28 days. Oh, wow. And now I will give you, an, for the end, the inspiring story. I have a private tour with an 80 years old lady, 8-0. She's a rider. She, she's the former racer from Australia. She's a good friend of mine. I own her uh, husband's bike. Uh, and uh, we travel from Slovenia to Barcelona through the Alps for 28 days. And she is back up with me with her 80 years. So it's never too late for a ride. All right. Oh, yeah. On that note, see you guys next week. Bye. Down. Thank you. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.